Hello and welcome to episode one of Behind the Source podcast. My name is Mike Street. I am a CTO and lead developer at a web agency in Brighton called Liquid Light. With the Behind the Source podcast, the idea being that we're going to introduce a topic or a project or a tool or maybe a person each episode and we'll invite someone on who knows quite a bit about it to talk in very high level terms. We won't get too techy, but it's just a case of if you want to know more about a subject, then this is the kind of podcast for you. I'm joined today by David Dance, who's going to talk to me about design systems. Dave, hello. How are you? Hi, I'm doing all right, thanks. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. A little bit warm because the sun's come out in my garden cabin and it's heating it up, but I'll do. I'll manage. Oh, I feel the same. I've closed the window to stop the <laughs> audio like interference and now it's pretty warm. The sacrifices we do for podcasts. Dave, for those that don't know about you, if you could please introduce yourself, tell us a bit about where you work, what you do, and there's an opportunity for you to plug any side projects or anything that you're working on. Yeah, my name's Dave. You'll find me on the internet as David Dance on all over the things. I tweet too much and my main job is a senior front-end developer at Nord Health and I work on design systems. And what do Nord Health do? Nord Health is a health company that kind of has an has an array of products that provide for the holistic healthcare and veterinary and stuff like that. So we have kind of a, a roster of applications. One of the most high-level ones that we've got is Provit Cloud, and that's used for vets, like large-scale like vet surgeries, mostly in Europe, but we're kind of extending into the UK and like wider than that. So, yeah. Great. So before we start talking about design systems, every episode I'm going to ask the guest what they're looking forward to working on. So not what they know about, but what they're looking forward to learning about, working on, developing, and knowing more about. So Dave, what are you, what's coming up on the horizon that you are looking forward to learning about? We use Lit Library at work for building our web components. And there's actually an aspect of that that I want to like dig into more and it's server-side rendering. Now, I, I know the concept, you know, it's rendered on the server, means that it just comes down as is. But as you can tell, I know it quite high level, quite trivially. I need to know more about it and understand how stuff is built and like how that might play to certain frameworks and tooling and stuff like that. So is that is that lit or lip? Lit, lit. lit. So it's, it's kind of it's kind of down with the kids. Like it's it's lit. I think that's what they were going for. Like the icon is a is a blue flame. So I, I think right. they've kind of and it's very short. So yeah. I think they've kind of like the the brevity of it. Great, and I'm assuming that's a JavaScript framework. Yes. Yeah. I want. I keep wanting to call it a framework, but I think they just call it like a a, a library or a package or something. Right. I think they they would regard it as a framework, but it, it, it may be. <laughs> All right, great. I'll put, a, I'll put a link in the in the show notes. This episode, we're talking about design systems. So Dave, what is a design system? Ah, so a design system would be a source of truth, a place where everything kind of resides to do with like design front end maybe like even copywriting and stuff like that it kind of leaks into other areas as well as just design 
but for us, like the focal point is the design, like a center of truth for all the colors, for sizing, spacing, and all that kind of stuff. And then that kind of gets mirrored in the front end. And because we're building applications for the for the web mostly, that means that all the stuff that we use for design systems, that's in our design system, is code for like CSS and JavaScript possibly and like bits of html things like that and how to use that stuff and so so developers on a team or in, in a company can can use that as a reference point and as well as designers use that as a reference point and how does a design system differ to a style guide so a style guide i would regard that as part of a design system much in the same way as a component library is part of a design system or a list of color tokens is part of a design system. Right, so a design system is kind of the umbrella term that contains all of these different aspects. That's what, that's what I would regard it as. I'm, I'm sure there'll be people that will kind of have a more accurate answer to that. But from yeah. my experience of using our design system, that's kind of what it encompasses. Great. So when would slash should someone use a design system? Oh, great question. I I think I think it it works really well in large teams when the design work starts kind of stretching across multiple teams or like the scale kind of gets quite large. I mean, like what you've just talked about before with like a style guide or a component library, those kind of pieces of a design system, you could still use that stuff at a smaller scale on a smaller team. I mean, in theory, when you have a, a main CSS file for your website or websites, that's kind of you systemizing design by saying, right, all the answers are in here for how something should look. We could use that CSS file on a few websites. And then that's your source of truth. And then you could expand from there and say, right, this is how we do components. This is how we do HTML structure for inputs and things like that. So you could kind of grow from there but i think it works best when you're working across design and development teams that need to refer to a again source of truth where colors have been agreed upon design and 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 development like structure like html structure for example has been kind of agreed upon and can evolve so when i say agreed upon it's kind of like not only is it be agreed upon for like a first iteration but it's continuously improved by the team, not just by one person having like the answer of this should be how it's done. It's collaborative. So do design systems always have to include the like HTML snippet? Like could you use a design system with a Wix or a, you know, a WordPress online site where you don't actually control the HTML? Wow, that's a that's a good that's a good question. I think you could. I think you could. You could you you know for for webflow and things like that there is a lot of toggles and switches and controls and if you can template things and reuse stuff consistently or even refer to like the same piece of code where every time the right answer comes out and they they always get updated then in theory you are creating like a library and th- that is partly what a design system is a library of tools or a library of pieces that you regularly reuse and if you're building multiple applications for the same company, like us at Nord Health, we want everything to look like our design system, which is Nord, and then variate on top of that. Then, you know, if you were using it, if you're using it in the context of Webflow, then of course you could reuse that and you could reuse that across 
Webflow sites, you know, if you're building them for different things. And again, like just just for HTML, the, the one that popped into mind is like Gov Gov UK are really good at having a design system and they're very consistent and they just use HTML. Well, they have template files as well, but they have just HTML that you can copy and paste and reuse. And that's that's like really stretching what a design system needs to do, which is across, you know, different councils and different <laughs> departments of like services within the UK. Like it's it's quite widespread. Yeah. And so you mentioned that design systems are generally geared towards larger websites or places where you're going to have your styles in more than one application. Is there one of those scenarios where you wouldn't need a design system or is it just a kind of best practice we recommend this it's not it's not necessarily like it's, it's not that it's like not necessary it's that whether it will return on investment now like i i i've thought i've thought in many occasions without actually knowing is that i i tend to build stuff with the hope that it becomes a problem to like like clean up and and work on better later like i think it's i think that's when you start seeing what the what the value would be for us at a large scale it's like a, almost a no brainer it's like we we should do it from the start cuz we're so large that we need to plan for it but if you were small or like you were quite a nimble team and you you could plan ahead and you could create a design system out of the gate but you could kind of see how the chips fall and you go, well, actually, we're reusing this so many times. We might as well kind of create a central place for this. Maybe we just create some kind of rudimentary doc site like statically and, and reside everything there and note down things or, I don't know, have just a Google Drive with, you know, consistent like answers in there and solutions. So I think I think it's really good to have a have systems in place and then when your design kind of gets to that scale then it's like extending where you where you need to create a source of truth i keep using the phrase source of truth but i, I think, I think <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a great phrase yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so at nord health now that you've got to that scale where your apps and your website's quite big and you've got this design system if a new component needs to be built does it get built on the design system first or does it get built in situ first and then added to the design system later? So it tends to be built into our design system first, but there are cases where people might take the initiative and, and, and build something from our kind of other options. So it is our design system isn't so tight that you have to use a component every time or a web component. You can use a combination of web components normal HTML elements and our CSS framework or even our color tokens, you can use all of that in the web just as it is. So um, for example, we'll be talking about today like a button group where it's just multiple buttons kind of wrapped together in one big section. And yeah. there are ways to like build that custom, like just do it yourself and kind of make some adjustments and make it look good. But what we would like to do is build it as an official component so then we can kind of provide some consistency and help people get to that point without having to invent stuff or make stuff mm -hmm. up on the fly. So to your to your original point, is kind of a combination of it, but mostly we try and do it inside the design system first. But it's it's all collaborative. So whenever stuff comes up, it tends to come up in discussion of people using the design system and using the yeah. components. 
and us kind of feeding that back in and and working together to get those to get the desired like results that everybody wants. Yeah, I mean, you can have the best design system in the world, and there's always going to be an edge case, isn't there? There's always going Absolutely. to be that one that one page where it just doesn't quite do what it needs to do. So the Nord Health design system is very comprehensive. It's very thorough. It's really good. I've had a had a click through a few times, maybe stolen a couple of ideas. Thank is you. there any other like excellent design systems that you would recommend that people go and check out for inspiration or to even use because you can use Nord Health design system. I could go and use it, couldn't I, for my website? I mean, you you could. It's not designed to do that, but <laughs> all the answers are there where you could just use it. I, in fact, when I when I did the, the talk the other week at Bristol JS, someone said, "Could I just use this?" And I was like, "Well, yeah, <laughs> like you you can just go and use it if you want to." But I would I wouldn't recommend it because you would be one you would be using a design that kind of that that's ours, and you wouldn't be able to really deviate from it. Mm. And and the other thing is. Once we make changes, your stuff would change as well. Like, yeah. <laughs> and ours is kind of built for our use case. So we've got like a date pickers and things like that. Right. But absolutely, we 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 like to to be as open as possible because we we benefit from the community so much. And and to that effect, like there are a few design systems that we look at as inspiration. So, for example, the folks over at Adobe, they're doing like a I think it's Spectrum that the that the design system's called. Maybe you have to, I might be wrong on that, but that's a great design system that's very comprehensive and we use that as a kind of reference point in, in some cases. And I think the folks there look at ours as well, kind of <laughs> inadvertently kind of inspiring each other. And there is another design system called Lion, I think, and that's very open. That has all the source code like available on GitHub to like play yeah. around with. And that's a lot more, not basic, but like simplified, like they haven't gone too far with the design aspect, which means that it's, 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 it's uh, quite, it lends itself to like just like regular web type presentation a lot better. And then there's Stack Overflows design system. I, I can't think of what it's called. It's got a clever name and I can't remember now. I think it's called Stacks. I think right. it's called Stacks. That's another great one. And then other things we just look at like MDN and Open UI and stuff like that for like reference points for, for yeah. example, components and UI stuff. Great. And so is your, I suppose you, your design system feeds a few different websites and apps. So is your design system a standalone website? So, yeah, so the, the, the main like design system, like center is nordhealth.design. That is all built with Eleventy. That's yep. it's quite static. Most of it actually isn't the design system itself. I mean, we use the CSS and the token colors from it but we don't use the web components themselves because they are designed for application use. Yeah. And we want the docs to be able to load like, you know, without JavaScript or, or as much without JavaScript as possible and, and to be fast and not kind of struggling to like build itself or load yeah. on the page. People need to get the answers quite quickly. So the that's where all the like answers are. But yeah, you're right. We We use the we use the design system in private cloud or we are using it if this is kind of early days for like actually using it inside of the product and then it will extend into other products as well when we have a we have different like themes for different use cases inside of the mm -hmm. inside of those applications like light and dark and high contrast stuff yeah so say i've got i'm building a website it's got hundred different components and the designer says to me i think we should you know i think we really need a design system how would i go about 
starting? Is it like just starting with some HTML pages, copying and pasting and including the CSS? Or is there sort of a, a good convention to follow? Or yeah, how would I how would I make a design system? So so our work- workflow tends to be like a lot of research up front, a lot of discussion, a lot of talking about what is in the current application and a lot about like what we want, where we want to be and then kind of investigating stuff and trying things out. So it starts in the design files in, in, and we use Figma a lot for our designs. So the design team will like develop components in there and, and work on like how the, the look and feel and the, the interaction and the accessibility and things like that. And then at the same time, we tend to experiment with code as well, but what tends to happen is the design is ready to go. They've agreed upon like that component even existing. That's one of the kind of early days as well, where it's like, it's just, does it even need to exist as a component? Like, do we need that? Or do we want to like have tabs instead of just buttons? And do we want it to be this complicated or this simple? And do you have of- a general, do you have a general rule as to like, because I know I've worked on a lot of websites and often you'll, you'll build a component and you'll be like, this is what tabs look like. And then someone would be like, I want tabs, but I want, it sounds horrible, but like a form inside of the tabs. And it's like, is that our tab component with our form component or is it our sort of like a a new tab form component? So do you have like a rule as to whether something is a amalgamation of existing components or if it's a new one or do you just kind of take it as it is and review it and judge that way? So we, 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 we're fairly like not strict, but we we like to have our our components used in a in a particular way, and we ha- we are quite heavily documenting each component as we make right. them. So funny you bring up tabs is that the tabs one is what I talked about in 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 one of my articles, and I did a talk about it last week. Our tabs when when I first did them, I I created one where is an example where is inside a card. So there was tabs across the top bar of the tab of the of the card. And then the content, main content of the card kind of changed. And when I talked to Villamy, our, our, our team lead and, and CDO, they said, right, th- we, we don't want to do this. We don't want to have the, like, it can be done, but we don't want to present this as an option, really. If anything, the tabs go on the outside and then cards go inside of it because that's how we've kind of planned to have the structure. So if somebody starts kind of using our, components in a slightly like exotic way we we tend to suggest trying to come back into what what we what what's best another example is we 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 spoke to somebody who was using tables inside of a card and they again were putting stuff that was designed for the main content into the header section and what that creates is like a segregation in, in like accessibility but also cognitive load of like oh this is a heading but then you've got like it's split into this into the content area and the tables already come with a with a heading anyway so they should be using that but in addition they were using it using the tables for key value pairs and it's like well really you should use a dl a description list to like present that that those details and and values because it, it you don't need the complexity of a table so we try to like bring not rein people in but bring into like something that's going to be a a lot better to use in the future and a lot more appropriate for that case because not only will that be an example of like deviation but slightly like inspiration but for somebody else to kind of deviate even more and that's how 
you know, stuff kind of really goes off track. And when a design system is kind of failing is when stuff has gone so off track that we aren't able to rein it back in because someone's built on top of like deviations too yeah. far in, in an undesired way. That's where inspiration comes in some cases, but that's yeah. like where it can really kind of go a bit astray. And do you have a sort of going back to the, sometimes there's edge cases that aren't, that don't fit in. Do you have a general rule of it's like use it once and it's sort of bespoke, use it twice and it starts to get folded in as a component or is it just, is it again, are you kind of fluid on that in terms of whether you think it should be added or not? It's it's very, it's very much fluid. We talk a lot on, on Slack about how, how we want to like, how components might want to be used, like where, where we would like them to be. Like people are asking all the time, even when the component might not be needed, like somebody asked for like a button and input pairing that are like connected as opposed to just next to each other. And while we were saying that like maybe that we wouldn't want to do that, it it's cool that people are able to bring that up comfortably and, and discuss it. And and again, that there was another example of like using it for pagination, like we were somebody wanted a component for like pagination and, and, and that would be really, really nice to do again. But we already have several components that would be able to achieve that out of the box. And it's only when maybe we're starting to see problems that we might kind of polyfill and say, right, let's make a real component to help people get a bit more guidance on what to do rather than all of these kind of deviations. But yeah. it's nice that people talk a lot be, and we, we've we've partly encouraged that because we have so many different channels for different things so we have like we have our own internal channel for, for like getting work done and then we have an updates channel which everybody can see so they can see updates all the time of like on the repo and in the design files and things like that and then we have a and completely open channel that people can come into as well as a design channel right so we have a dedicated space for it and i and i think people are quite keen to talk in there and we try and talk in there as much as possible to to keep the activity high so design systems ultimately are about communication yeah like yep. yeah <laughs> it, it's but, funny how it kind of keeps it always comes back around to communication which is like yeah. you know design and kind of all of those things it's about talking about what we want to achieve with it and you know like being able to like facilitate everybody without without going too far astray it's not it's not because anybody wants to rock the boat it's just they want to achieve something or they feel like they're going in a direction which is going to be suitable and they they haven't got the tools to hand and we either need to help them make tools or help them with the guidance and sometimes it's just documentation like we had a couple of cases where we talked about it today where it was it's just a case of just writing some better documentation to help people yeah go towards that right direction because they don't they don't get to sit in the design system every day and play around with it and kind of try new things and we we have that privilege of being able to play with things and and try stuff out and go oh well this would be a really good way to do pagination but no one else knows about that we need to share that and we need to continue to document and and expand on our examples so I, I suppose we probably should have covered this at the beginning but do you work you work in the sort of style guide design system team and is there other development teams in Nord Health just using the style guide? Is that kind of how you're how you're set up? That's right. So there's there's four of us in the design system team. We've got Eric, Nick, Villamy, and myself, and we focus on the design system. But 
we're actually going to kind of expand into actually using the design system in the product, like, you know, much in the same way as I think Google DevRel people actually rotate into using, into building stuff on Google Chrome. So you get right. like okay. a real life experience, which is quite yeah. cool to be able to kind of spin around and do that, right? As opposed to, it must be kind of d- difficult to, 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 to relate so much when you're kind of making examples all the time. You know, yeah. <laughs> if you're writing Lauren Ipsum all the time, it kind of probably gets a bit sickening to kind of keep doing yeah. that. So we'll be doing that. But yeah, we work in that type team, but then we we discuss we discuss discuss, excuse me, <laughs> and actually fit into the greater design team anyway. And right. those designers are kind of working on all sorts of different products. So they could and I say products, not only that, but like parts of products. Like our applications are so large that there's kind of small applications within it, like right. like forms and appointment tooling and things yeah. like that. And there are people that focus on those key areas and as well as people building those key areas. Wonderful. Well, I think that's it. Have you got any extra things you want to say about design systems or any questions for me, I suppose? Well, to anybody who's listening to this, if I've got anything wrong, then do, please do correct me because <laughs> I do get stuff wrong. I am human. And I don't know. I'm bringing up a blank like entirely. I wasn't like, asking you a question, but now I'm like going completely blank. <laughs> I just finished like a terrible cup of coffee. I put a bit of milk in it and it just, it looks so gray. I was like, mm. man, this, this, this coffee is ill. So remind everyone how they can find you again. Yeah, so on Twitter, I'm David Darns. I'll, I'll, I'll spell it out just for clarity. D-A-V-I-D-D-A-R-N-E-S. I said that really robotically, but I almost forgot my own name then. <laughs> no, I do I do need to get tested for dyslexia because sometimes it's it's a struggle writing my name in a card. Like, I'm not even joking, but that's by the by. You need a stamp. Uh, and yeah, do you know, I, I did that once and my mum did not, was not pleased about me stamping <laughs> my name in, in her card. So yeah, you can find me there and you can also find me at darn.es, which is my main website. But you, of course, nice. you can just Google David Darns and you'll find me all over it's, the It's internet. a good domain name. It's a good Thank domain you. name. Thank you. I am at Mike Streety on pretty much everything. It's, if if I can't get Mike Streety as a username, I don't sign up. So nice. yes, that is that. Or this podcast has a Twitter, which is at Behind Source without the the because uh, someone has that or behind the source.co.uk there is a mailing list i will be sending out some emails to annoy everyone so please do sign up so as this is episode one of the podcast i would appreciate any feedback comments criticisms banter or what's it called a comedy heckling that's it via <laughs> email or twitter or anything you can email hello at behind the source.co.uk if you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, then please drop an email. Or if you, there's a particular topic you'd like to hear about, then let me know and I'll go and find someone who wants to talk to me about it. But apart from that, I think that's the end. Cool. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>